0: We've got some half-price garden lights, SPDs, artful DDs, trade spocky MFTs, bold claims, jack chains, uniframes, and fuse box goods. Ideal Snicker track suits from a mush and shepherd's bush. Hello
1: and welcome to another podcast episode on behalf of the Electrician's Guide to Everything with Myself, David Savory, and YouTube whore Nick Bundy, once again broadcasting <laughs> from a strangely brownie yellow corner of the Rusty Backbox Public House.
2: How... how dare you! How <laughs> dare you! <laughs> I was thinking, why is it smelling here?
1: I I, I don't know. You'd think after it, with it being closed for a few weeks, it may have improved, but sadly not. But, um, but the podcast continues, and I I must uh, at this point credit Rachel, the lovely Mrs. James Beck, for calling this broadcast a podcast. Nick, like, how do we never coin that phrase? It's it's perfect for us. How do we not think of that?
2: Because uh, we're really idiots. Well. You're an idiot
1: and I'm just young, do you know what I mean? Yeah, I suppose that's it. Yeah. And, uh, I yeah. have to apologise well. I have to apologise for the delay since our last broadcast, it being over a month ago, but we couldn't come back here until the lockdown eased a bit and the local constabulary moved on to better establishments. And I learned three valuable lessons from the end of that last episode, Nick. One, those coppers sure know where to stick a truncheon. Two, you and Cathy from Middlemiss Miss Electrical are as much use in a barroom brawl up as a ham and cheese quiche in a vegan's packed lunch. And three, if you go to the local A&E with any foreign objects stuffed up your arse, there's no explanation you can give them which won't result in them smirking. And I happen to know that now as a fact for truncheons as well as light bulbs, Coke bottles and hamsters.
2: Yeah, I've heard, I've heard the whole light bulb one before. I've seen a few of them before, yeah. Well, not personally, but I've heard of it.
1: What's your preference, yeah. Nick? A, a tungsten or a, a CFL or would you go the whole fluorescent tube?
2: I Now I like that. Old, old E27 LED. LED. I'll 27 You can twist the first Nick. bit in and it pops in. Lovely. <laughs> I
1: always pictured your ring piece as more of a bayonet cap myself.
2: No, it's square, it's shot. shut. Shove and twist. It's
1: shove <laughs> <laughs> and twist. What are you drinking <laughs> tonight, Nick? It actually looks alcoholic for once.
2: This is a baby
1: shampoo. Uh, oh, oh wow. So you're actually putting a glass or two of bitch piss away tonight then, Nick. You're you're not one of these arseholes who can't handle booze and gets all punchy halfway through the evening, are you?
2: I don't think so. I don't really have a drink. Normally just wake up with a hangover, no memory and a fat black eye.
1: Oh, for goodness sake. Well, you better pace yourself then, or well, this ain't gonna end well.
2: And uh, what are you on?
1: I was tempted by the special brew Barry has put on tap, but instead I'm on the guest ale tonight, Nicholas. Copious pints of Barry's own brew.
2: He's brewed his own beer?
1: Yeah, deliveries from the brewery have been sporadic, so he bought some expired homebrew kits and has been knocking out his own unique flavour. But this one's got a somewhat sock-like aftertaste.
2: Oh, what, right, what's it called?
1: He's christened it as Dog Spunker. Catchy. Hmm, I thought so. It certainly seems to slip down the old gullet easily enough. Oh, and I've been meaning to ask, casual miss, isn't it?
2: What's that supposed to mean? You haven't a pop, are you?
1: Calm down, son. Don't let the baby sham go to your head.
2: Can't say I care for your tone. If you besmirch my fine lady again, I'll pop you on a nose, old boy.
1: All right, calm down. Oh, hey, hey, Nick, Nick! You'll never guess who's crossing the car park, why? It's only John Ward.
2: I'll tell you what, Dave, you know what? I think you're right. Really? No shit, are you sure? Absolutely, 100%. I think it's actually JW.
1: Wow, oh, this is great. At last, the big man himself. Shit, I shouldn't have got those five scotch eggs at lunchtime. Nick, has my breath? Well, <laughs> oh, God. Alex, <laughs> oh, I knew it. Maybe if I quickly go and suck a piss mint from out of the urinals. I mean, you can't mess around, Nick. This is IT, the legend in person. John's gonna come in here and say, Hello, I'm JW, and tonight I'll be sinking ten pints off special brew and causing a flipping riot. I invite you to come and have a go, if indeed you believe yourselves to be quite hard enough. Well, that'd be great, Nick, getting wrecked with JW and trashing the joint. I'll tell you what, Bundy, you'll be getting a barstool across the fucking chops, I'll see to that.
2: Oh, right, really? Bring on, your little punts.
1: Right here, right now, Bundy. Hang on. Where did JW go?
2: Hang on, Dave. Dave, it's not JW. It's
1: Joe Eaton from
2: JE Electrical on Instagram. Oh, God damn it. Joe, Joe, over here, mate. Come sit with us. Who the hell are you? we follow Instagram sparkies with only, well, uh, 90% fewer followers than you.
0: Then why would I associate with you losers? Uh, Uh, I can't actually
1: think of a reason why. Shit, he's actually walking away. Well, that was unexpected.
2: It's because your breath smells you prick.
1: Oh yeah? your breath smells of prick. So what have you been up to, Nick? Anyway, it serves him right. Look, he's gone over to the bar and Donald the drunk has collared him. So anyway, I'm not much of an Instagram wanker. Who is this guy, Nick?
2: Yeah, he's a big noise on Insta. Every 13,000 followers.
1: Jeepers. Well, it seems he ain't buying us a drink. But we should talk to him about his massive following seeing as we ourselves are so terribly unpopular on that platform, comparatively speaking?
2: Speak for yourself, you wide-arsed. I have way more followers than you on Insta. It's
1: not a goddamn popularity contest, Nick. People just follow you because you're a pretty boy in a Batman hat, despite that ridiculous best
2: time you sporting. If you keep rhyming like this, Dave, it ain't going to run well for you, mate. Oh, really? So you're up for a David Duster, eh? I was thinking more of a Bundy, Barbie and
0: Barney. Hi ladies, I sit with you two. you the seats to take it. Oh, hi, Joe. Yeah, yeah, Sam. Get up you, mate.
1: Not, Not there.
2: there.
1: <coughs> Sorry, Joe. It's just that stall is reserved for old Jack and fucker Knuckles, his faithful bit pull cross. He sometimes joins us for a quick pint of dog spunker before closing time.
2: He's a bit picky about right, a stall. You can sit on this one there, mate.
0: Whatever.
1: Joe, we noticed Donald the Drunk spouting off to you at the bar. What was he waffling about?
0: He's telling you about Tradesparky.com.
1: Ah, yes, Tradesparky.com. I, I do believe that uh, if you... Order before two p.m., then uh, they can deliver from stock next day. So that's pretty cool. And also, I was looking at their site earlier, and um, they've uh, they've got a, a, a little blog of stuff going on there, uh, which is always interesting. I do like to see suppliers who take an interest in the industry and uh, aren't just trying to sell their stuff. So DrakeSparky.com uh, Do take a look.
2: Go um, and check that out.
1: Indeed. So Joe, um, you you're a the big cheese on Insta. So uh, why Insta, Joe, Where, in, as opposed to other platforms, or are you also on other platforms? Tell us about your Insta presence.
0: I'm only on Facebook as well as that, but that's just more sort of maybe every couple of days or so, a bit of updating for the business. But Instagram, sort of most, well, every day pretty much posting on that. But it started a year and a half ago when I started Apprentice, just posting a little bit. Of work, and then a little bit, and then it was like every single day. And then started sort of taking off. Well, while I was still working with the guy, and then from Christmas when I set up on my own, thought I'd properly go for it. Then and every day posting all about the work that I do, and then doing stories about them as well.
1: So, have you built up your thirteen thousand followers in just that short space of time?
0: Yeah, that eighteen
2: month now. We've come across, I think. Because I only set Instagram because of YouTube. And then when I got quite, because I don't like going following everyone on Instagram because I like, if I, if I like someone, I want to be able to see their stuff. It's the problem with Instagram, yeah. isn't it? If you start following loads of people, then the people that, it just it jots around everyone's stories, isn't it? Like, yeah, fumbles it around everywhere. So if I want to see your stuff, if I'm following a thousand people, I might never even see your stuff pop up on my feed.
0: No. If you do interact and follow, and like someone's page lot that page will appear in your feed all the time
2: right yeah no so that's the whole reason I just don't follow many people because I've got the select few that I sort of have an interest in every now and follow a few more people but, but I just want to see them stuff I don't want to be missing out on following someone and then you, you come and oh you've never liked my stuff or you know what I mean that sort of stuff
0: yeah but, So do people saying, oh can you give us a follow can you use a shout out? I've just started out like well I can do but I don't know if it's going to help you at all. And then you end up following a few more people. So you just end up with an inbox full of messages that you end up don't reading.
1: See, I'm the same on Twitter myself. um, I'm a bit choosy about who I follow. I don't follow people who simply retweet sports stuff or whatever because it's just not of interest to me. I don't want my timeline flooded. I want to interact with those who I like to interact with. But Insta, because I don't really use it, if someone follows me, I just automatically click the follow back because um, I don't really look at the time. I don't really understand these. so to be honest,
0: it's not, not something I get. Or so I thought of doing that at the start, but then I think last week I had something like 800 followers, new ones. So I'm, like, I'm not going to go back and follow people. They get lost in their notifications. Yeah. I've turned them off on my phone for I'm sick of it pinging constantly all day. Yeah, I found that when I first started
2: YouTube, I had to turn the email um, sub- subscriber emails off, because like the first 100, it would be great. I'd go, every time I got one, I'd go, oh my God, I've got another one, I got another one. And then when it got to 100, I was like, I need to turn this off now, because it was just ridiculous. But no, I think I think the Instagram thing's really cool, because I don't get Twitter. I don't understand it. I've got Twitter, they've seen me on it, but I just, I don't understand it or like it. I'd rather... Instagram, Facebook. I mean, Facebook is the same with you. To be fair, I never put anything on it for a business, but it deserves its purpose. Get a few jobs in. Um, but no, Instagram, I do enjoy Instagram. It's nice. You can connect with people quite well. Other than, like I say, YouTube, it's literally, a, I find it very difficult to re- reply to people. And if you've got a reply to one, you sort of have to reply to all. But with yeah. Instagram, I get a lot of messages. And I don't have time to reply to more. And some of them sit there for a couple of months until I finally go, really sorry yeah this is obviously one of the replies blah blah, blah but it is awkward sometimes isn't it i
0: no, so i tried to reply to everyone and at least acknowledge them, but it's it is very time consuming times replying to everyone
1: uh there's an awful Thanks. lot of traffic that can come in as well isn't there how do you find for example engagement with tool manufacturers on insta because uh on something like twitter i find that's t- some of the manufacturers they don't really have a uk social media presence especially the, the american firm places like stanley or uh, ryobi when i was a you see kit and you you'd, so, you'd um say you, you know you you pick them up you say oh, I just, i've just got this new tool and it's great or i'm using this this gear and they they just don't acknowledge it at all yet if you look at their feeds if some um, American tradesperson is doing the same thing. They're all over it, like uh, peanut butter on toast.
0: <laughs> a few repost your stuff. Knightsbridge sent me a load of Greg's vouchers the other day. <laughs> yeah, so, sure. so I've not had a chance to use that. I don't know how much is on each card as well. So use them in the next couple of weeks. But and so the other ones just sort of post you to the page and that's sort of about it. You don't really get anything free like a Metabo Wall Tracer or like that.
1: Well, it's it's not even about getting free stuff, it's just about them acknowledging and interacting with you. Well, not after anything free. But if I for example, I mean, who else in the bloody UK is was on Twitter shouting about how great Ryobi were, for goodness sake, be <laughs> <laughs> doing it. And you think that they'd acknowledge that or retweet it or say oh, yeah. yeah. I'm glad you, glad you like our shit. Um, but no, you don't get a damn thing out of them. And it's the same with a lot of, a lot of the firms I find, especially the American firms. That it's like, they, they'll acknowledge a, a, an American tradesperson uh, who's shouting about how great their tools are, but anything else in the world, it's like, do we sell tools outside of the USA? <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah. So with Instagram, obviously, you just picking and choosing what. Pictures you want to put on hashtags. Are you a big hashtagger in the sense of everything hashtag because that's how you pick up the followings and you put on the special listed trending page or that sort of stuff?
0: Well, that's how I grew it originally. Instead of every time I post, I write the hashtags out. I've just got them saved in notes on my phone, so you just copy yeah. and paste, and you sort of find other stuff that you use a lot, like I tag weird tools in it and whatever tools I'm using sort of then and electricians tools veto that type of thing and then people search for that then they end up following you but and say the hashtags was the biggest one for building stuff yeah yeah definitely
2: yeah because I've used Dave knows when you put a video up on YouTube you can put your hashtags in it does help to a degree but I know I know it pushes it a lot more on On Instagram, because if you type a hashtag and it, it lets you know how many times a hashtag's been used and that
0: sort of stuff. Yeah. You can you can click on stuff like if you click on electricians, there'll be loads of that, but that might end up being quite a lot of American stuff. So you you don't really want them. And they all all they do is complain that you're wiring things wrong. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So you, I know, you, it, yeah. you're saying, Oh my god, that's illegal. I'm like, no, it's not. Yeah, yeah.
1: I that on YouTube. People coming back, yeah, you, know, that's you can't do that, it's completely against the regulatory requirements. Like, right? you're in a different yeah. country, mate. You're on the inside of the
2: fucking planet, I know. <laughs> I just had one as from. well that the video I just put on of the uh, quote that rewire, and someone from America said, Can't believe you've got a heater in the bathroom. So... <laughs> right, okay. Oh, I'll add another, I had, I had a shitty comment from someone, How dare you put. Adam and this man's life at risk in this pandemic, going to his house. <laughs> I had gloves on. I stayed at least three metres away from him. Like, I didn't go and kiss him. Oh, I'm getting grief for it. For I, I, I could have worn a face mask. Could have done. for most of the time, because course, McCartney and me, and he had a face mask on half the time anyway. It's just when he talked to me, he took it off.
1: Are you finding oh. people are bothered about it? Because I see people around like the supermarket where in the old basement. Nobody seems to care here. They've no one cares anymore. Nighttime on everyone's just mucking in as normal. There's three of us out on the band because we've got Bleep out and work experience still with us and he wants to. Bleep? Yeah. Who's Bleep? Uh, he's from Warwickshire College. He's doing work experience from, from Warwickshire College and he, he's been out with us. He was in one of our videos, uh, the second fixing one.
2: That's probably the only one I am seeing.
1: But, yeah, yeah, but, <laughs> but, but there's, you know, it, it, it's, people are letting us in their house, and nobody seems to care, nobody seems to be bothered about it, at least where I am, and uh, I, you I, must forget that the only time you remember that any of this shit's happening is when you can't get your fucking regs in the morning, because they ain't open until nine o'clock, and they're not serving a breakfast menu. <laughs>
2: yeah, well, I find it when you go to Tesco food shop, and pissing in queue outside still. Oh, oh, fuck. Oh. I quite like it, though. I quite like the see Marks not being around. But when I went there originally, the voice kicked off and you see... what I'd probably say, 300 people queuing outside. And you think... you look at them and actually you go... all of them would have been in the shop at the same time... before. That's a full shot, that is. Well... I don't know. Well, I don't just, mind you. last
1: week and it just seemed to be business as usual there. No-one seemed to be bothering doing anything.
2: Uh, right. I don't know. I'm being careful. I'm wearing gloves and doing bits and bobs when I can but I haven't got it and the customers are, are fine with me going and doing stuff so each to their own I suppose
1: do you, do you keep the gloves on when you jack yourself off of an union to make it feel like someone else is doing
2: it <laughs> I should have a couple with Adam in the back of the van he likes me <laughs> to keep him on he said that to a customer the other day the little shit I was having a chat with him and he, he's really come out of shell like, he we have a really good laugh he's a bit quiet on videos but that's just the way he is and uh we were talking to a customer who I'm friends with, I have been for years, and he was like, How's Nick Jr. And He goes, yeah, yeah, really good, but I don't really like him cuddling me in the back of the van. And he said, With a proper straight face. And I was like, And I looked at him, and the guy looked at me, and I was like, He's fucking joking. He looks at me, Yeah, whatever. My balls. Uh, he touched my no no square. Cheers, <laughs> <laughs> Adam. Fuck same. But yeah, no, everything's sort of back to normal. I've had a three day week this week. And, uh, four-day weeks of the other ones.
0: Been doing six-day weeks the past month. I Oh, no. Not fun. I have
2: literally zero. I've done no invoices so far. <laughs> That's the worst part, though, isn't it? I have to go to work and do it all. I just hate doing the paperwork. Anyway. We've talked about Instagram. Any more questions about Instagram,
1: Dave? Uh, do, do you find you get... Many haters on social
0: media
2: because uh, we do, obviously,
0: don't we? Nick, do. <laughs> yeah, <a> few, yeah. <laughs> a a hand. If I take a video of me stripping cable with a pair of pliers, pretty much get death threats in my inbox, you
1: bastard,
0: pretty much. And how dare you strip cables like that? I'm like, well, that's how I do it. Yeah, fuck off.
1: Yeah, that's the problem, isn't it? Because uh, I've had complaints before about uh, you're an ambassador for the industry, you're supposed to be showing, and they they expect you to show everything all the time completely correctly, and it's like, well, I don't intend to be an ambassador, I'm just showing my day at work and how I do something. And no one ever said it was right or that you should follow the advice or that there wouldn't be mistakes or anything like that. So, you know, you take it or leave it. But, yeah, people just don't seem to get that. They just want to scream at you.
0: There was one... uh... I think it's called Sparks Magazine, like an Apprentice magazine on Instagram. So they reposted some of my stuff onto Facebook and got in the comments on that. They were going off about it. Like, oh, I stripped some cable like that. I can't believe you've doubled your ends over. Like, whatever.
1: Yeah.
0: But most most of the stuff is like 90%, I reckon, is just like good stuff, good positive. Oh, that's a really good idea. I like what you've done there. But then you get a few who are just like, just whatever. Just trying to put their a two pence in where it's not worth.
2: Yeah, yeah. We've had a I've had my share. It's coming on my patience is wearing thin with it now. It just I've, I've fed up with being either ignoring them or doing a nice polite polite reply back. So I think uh, give it a few more turns, today, I'm just gonna start being quite upfront and brutal with people. Um, <laughs> if don't like my sh- if you don't like my shit, fuck off and watch someone else. Yeah. Simple as that.
1: I, I'd give them a short shrift mate. If they give me shit in the comments, i give it back. Okay. Here's, a, here's a tip for you. Don't use the word cunt because YouTube automatically... Uh, <laughs> automatically censors the reply so the owner will see it. You're there going, where's my reply? I've just replied to that guy calling him a cunt and YouTube's hidden it. But if you, uh, <laughs> if you get the language colourful enough but don't use the c-word,
2: then yeah. the fucker will learn. Or... Or use a seaweed and just put some little uh, stars in the uh, UN.
1: Yeah, they're probably wise to that as well. To, I think oh, I'll add that because because I get um, if anyone uses it on mine as well, it comes up in the um,
2: crops up in you know, the yeah, yeah uh, same
1: comments held for review. And you look at it and go, why is that held for review? <laughs> no, you can say that if you want.
2: <laughs> yeah, I accept all. Yeah, no problem. Yeah, okay. Uh, yeah, I had one guy ages ago. I think one of my first videos, and he said he was going to come around my house and find me. I was like. Oh, okay. I'll delete that comment. (laughs) Oh, God. I was talking to my friend about this today, and it was um, Christian Bale. Do you know who Christian Bale is, Dave?
0: Joe knows who he is. Is Christian Bale, the actor. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he's your mate.
2: No, it's not not, (laughs) my mate. No, I was talking (laughs) to my mate about him. Yeah, no, he he, he said a quote once on TV and said, um, if you've got a problem with me, ring me up and we'll sort it out. If you, uh, oh, fuck it, what was the last bit? And he said, um, if you, I've got a problem with me. If you don't have my number, then you don't know me well enough to have a problem with you. And I was like, yeah, it's true. Like All the people that give you shit online, they don't know you well enough. They don't know how you work, but they'll happily rinse your fucking ass off and dry. Is that why? <laughs> I just don't get it. If, if I didn't like someone's video, I wouldn't bother leaving a comment. I just click off it. I just don't <laughs> understand it. Anyway,
0: moving on. This dog spunker stuff goes right through you. Where's the gents? Over that way around the bar.
1: Right at the fruit machine? You know, Nick, uh, with Joe being an Instagram star, perhaps we should ask him about his engagements with tool manufacturers.
2: There's only one tool round here. it has got a stupid basin haircut.
1: Hey, I thought Joe was looking rather well-trimmed.
2: I wasn't talking about Joey dumbass.
1: Oh, oh, is that a jab at me? You watch that, Lipson. This haircut was a necessity. And I think I did rather well with my wallpaper scissors. But anyway, how do you manage to retain that boy band bouffant trim of yours while all the barbers are boarded up? It's just my natural style, mate. Are you sure you don't clip it on like a Lego man?
2: Oi! Nobody needs to piss out of my Savory. One more jab at my barnet, using Pantene Pro V-Volume and, and Moose, and I'll beat you over the bar, dickhead.
1: Wait, what? What product
2: did you just mention? Um, uh, Nothing. No, 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 there
1: was something about a brand of styling, Moose.
2: Think you misheard me. Maybe I should knock the shit out of, one of your ears.
1: What are you going to do? Beat me up with your volume holding all day humidity protection?
2: Fuck off, David. anti aging, anti frizz, anti static properties, and make it a central part of the electrician's toolbox.
1: Bloody hell, you sound like Nigel and the pubic hair conditioner he carries around to rub into his beard. I wouldn't care if he didn't do it in front of customers during a job.
2: Well, good for bloody Nigel. Grimming is important. If there were three last humans on earth, I'd fuck Nigel before I fuck you or drinking twat.
1: Oh yeah. Well, I've fucked mine. i would fuck you, Nick. So, what did you think about that?
2: Oh, oh hang on, Joe's coming back.
1: Joe, Joe, settle the arguments here. Who would you fuck first, me or Nick?
2: I think hard, Joe. Very hard.
1: Nothing gets hard if you think about uh, Bundy's. Come on, Joe. What's your answer?
2: Come on, Joe. Who would you rather, me or Dave? Me or Savo? Some, some hair to pull, or Dave's hairy arse, Where, where
0: am I at on here now? <laughs> You've gone
2: very off script now. One bonus is Dave can take his teeth out.
0: Oh, well, it's got to be Dave, then, hasn't it?
1: There you go. Once again, I'm the massive winner.
0: Fuck's sake. (laughs) What do they call it? (laughs) Dentifix, is it? Fuck's sake.
1: Joe, while you're in the gents, did you happen to notice what poster was up in there next to the
2: circus poster?
0: There's an Ideal Industries poster up in there.
2: Oh, Ideal Industries. Yeah, so we got the splice lines, the old ones. They, uh, even Adam, even commented how good they were the other day, because we had a nick in a 2.5k under the floor. We had to get a drink box on it. Obviously, back in the day with the old type, where it's in and out on the same side, you always loose on, the, on some slack. Used it,
0: loved it, done.
1: Are you a splice line, man?
0: Never tried them.
1: Motherfucker.
0: I've got the wow. box in the van, picked them up yesterday.
1: I dot oh. um, Tradesparky.com are selling some ideal gear as well. So uh, if you do need to stock up, Tradesparky.com for some ideal um, industries
2: goodies. He still hasn't answered the question properly, has he?
0: What, about who he'd, who he'd do, me or you?
2: Yeah, I feel like it was forced later. Dude. I feel a bit let down, to be honest.
0: Don't worry, Nick. I'll message you later. Cheers, babe. It's all right. <laughs> Dave,
2: past Dave's bedtime, ten o'clock. <laughs> Passed out on the sofa with a dog licking his nuts.
1: <laughs> right, Joe. Yes. Some... some ...questions that... ...we put together... Oh. Uh, ...when we couldn't think of what to ask. <laughs> 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 What's the weirdest customer... ...or the weirdest payment method
0: you've ever had? Before? Do you know what? I've not had yeah. many... ...weird ones, in all honesty. No-one's been... ...too weird. Yeah, uh, he he's, he's only done it a year, though, yes, give him time.
1: Yeah, this is true, so you, you've only um, started up on your own with your um, Super Dazzle Paint van since, what, January,
0: was it? January, yeah. So I would what, like, three months, and then it all stopped.
2: <laughs> yeah. So so what was the whole inspiration for the other Because as soon as you got it done, I did. I messaged you and said, absolutely sick. I would love something like that, but I couldn't quite pull it off, I do around my area. But uh, what was the whole inspiration and, you know, thought behind it?
0: And so when we were doing colours, I never really knew exactly what. And then Fran was actually on, I think, Snapchat and saw this camo. It was matte black camo and neon green wrap on a car. And I was like, those colours are awesome. That's what I'm doing. And then from there on, that was like a year or two ago. I was like, they're the colours that I want when we finally come to do it. And then I got my brother. I found a few designs that I like the look of, so we mocked up couple of logos to get that J&E with a lightning bolt through it and then got the camo design and he put it on there and I like that. Um, yeah it,
2: it looks sick it really does and to be fair on the inside you've been you've got your inside racked out pretty well
0: haven't you? Yeah I built it all out of cable tray and unistrut over lockdown it's probably added a bit of weight in it. I think 70 kilos of weight but it's a lot better than it was before.
2: That's, a, that's how much day drinks in a day on a job anyway so it's the same way he carries around.
1: The, the trouble is, though, it, it takes a, a good long while to get a new business sort of running and off the ground. So, this, this COVID business has been just the wrong thing at the wrong time for you, hasn't it? Are you, have you been managing to sort of keep your name out there and keep up with some marketing to, yeah, while you've been off?
0: I say, I go in a local choice magazine every month that goes to like 40,000 homes. There's that that goes out. I post on all the the sell and seek sites, and then most of it's word of mouth now. So you go to you go to one house, and then you turn up on time. You do the job well, and then you leave them a couple of cards, and they recommend you to someone. And jobs seem to grow quite quickly. So like you go and the light, and now I've got a full kitchen to fit for someone. So it's gone from a couple of hours work to a week.
1: See, I I look back on my early days as halcyon days with rose tinted glasses i remember how simple it used to be and complicated and
2: was was everything black and white back then
1: (laughs) (laughs) but i mean the the trouble is now you're you're just so rammed and there's not enough hours in the week and whatever you do there's you clear one thing off the to-do list and another three come in which obviously is great from a business point of view
2: yeah
1: it just sort of make you you hark back to your earlier days where was like Oh, brilliant I've, I've won a rewire that's going to keep me busy in the next two weeks you just get on with it without being disturbed yeah. and without having to zip off to do something else and without having another site that you were trying to take care of so these, these are great days Joe and uh, uh, yeah. if, if the business is successful which I hope it is you may one day look back on this and go oh, I, I remember how things used to be simpler and uh, how I wasn't being pulled from pillar to post and trying to keep up with uh, with all these spinning plates that are going on but,
2: uh, yeah. but hopefully you will get there.
0: <laughs> hopefully, yeah. It's going in the right direction.
2: Excellent. Yeah, it's good, yeah. I'd say most of my work's be word of mouth. And I actually am picking up a, a bit of work now off YouTube, believe it or not. I don't know if you get a Dave. A friend called the other day, guy in Leicester, and then Northampton, I think it was, and another guy from down south. And I was like, do, do you want to come down here? I was like, no. You know, someone in Gloucester, do you want to come work with? No, no don't. Yeah, I do. And You were in my area, you were in Litchfield, weren't you?
1: Well, as an example, yeah. Uh, last week I wasn't too far from you. Uh, we don't normally go out, we don't normally go too far afield because we've got so much on in our postcode area. We don't need to be jumping onto the motorway and um, venturing further afield. But surprisingly, despite all the swearing in my videos, and me being sick and all that type of stuff and drinking There are people who call up and, and say, you're the guy I want, uh, and I have to turn a lot of them down because they, they can be as far afield as London or Scotland or whatever.
2: Yeah.
1: Uh, and it's just like, well, sorry, it's just... I, I it's not practical. That, but it's not practical, yeah, it's the, it's the travel time that's lost where why spend so many hours on the road when I can be ticking off job right here on the doorstep, but yeah, it, it, it does. It does. It does attract people in. Um, you must get that with with Insta, Joe. Do you think you, you get people seeing your work on there and thinking this is the guy for me?
0: I've had a few. I had one yesterday wanting me to go to Glasgow. I was like, nah, it's way too far for me. But then I did have a Kendall get in contact with me. I met him before, so I went round and did a little job for him yesterday. And he works over in Windermere quite a lot. Area I'd like to get into, so hopefully keep him sweet and maybe start getting a little bit off the back of him as well.
1: Yeah, that's a great way to do it. Is to get in with other trades. We've got plumbers, yeah, builders. If you get in with them and they know they can rely on you to to come and do the job, and that you know they get used to what you charge, then that's that's fantastic because my, my, my plumbers and builders and whatever, they're not going to use anybody else. It doesn't matter how stupid I am mean, myself. Look on YouTube or whatever. They know that if they meet me there next Tuesday, I'm going to turn up, I'm going to do the job, the job's going to be done right, and the bill's going to be within their expectations. And, yeah, uh, that's
2: what they normally, say. That's they normally say to you, isn't it? Dave, Dave, we'll see you next Tuesday.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we get a lot, that strange, that. <laughs> So you're, you're in Kendal, aren't you? Which is a fantastic part of the world. I mean, it's just, just right on the edge of the Lake District there. That must be a great place to work. And perhaps not so much when it's uh, snowing.
0: It just rains a lot up here.
2: Yeah, because Dave's... Hang on, you're north of me, aren't you, Dave? I've said this before. No, you're uh, south of me. I,
1: yeah, I'm south of you.
2: You're south of me, that's it. Because you say, I, I'm oh, I'm a northerner. And also, so does Sam from EGT. Because I'm oh, bloody northerner. I'm not northern. Joe's northern. I'm Northern. Jesus, yeah. Now you're He's above the wall, he is. Quite a big wall.
1: <laughs> you're in the middle, Nick. you got Joe at one end, and me at the other end, and you're on your hands and knees in the middle.
2: That sounds like a good Saturday night. I After all, my uh, baby sham. <laughs> yeah, You're knocking it back. What, what is baby sham?
1: Yeah, it's like a... Isn't it like a white wine? I'm not even sure myself, to be fair. <laughs>
2: Oh I thought it was like shandy or something. Is it what the young girls drink at? Promise it, baby jam. It
1: was in the eighties, fuck knows if they drink it now.
2: It's probably a cocaine in it, if it was in the eighties. Uh, do you remember the eighties, Nick? No, I wasn't born the then. Neither neither was Joe. Ninety two, weren't you, Joe? Ninety one. Oh, so you look a tiny bit older than me.
1: Ninety one, fucking hell. I'll finished school by that point.
2: You were game you were going for your first divorce at ninety one. Uh, fucking old bastard. Third. <laughs> <First. laughs> <laughs> Jesus. finishing your second life sentence.
0: Who's that on the corner, table selling gear out the suitcase? Ah, oh, it's Jimmy the thief. He's been doing a tidy line in face match
2: lately.
1: He's vlogging CP fuse box gear tonight. He's got some of their arguably lesser known gear for sale. Doorbell transformers, contactors, din rail, time switches, emergency stop buttons, did you know CP fuse box have a greater range than just breakers and boards, Nick? And you ignoramus.
2: I'm going to look up what that means, and if I find it's insulting, it'll take you a week to shit out that big plank that saved me. Bugger off, Bundy.
1: You're all mouth and trousers.
2: I'll stuff your trousers down your mouth, you old shit.
1: You'll have to take them off me first.
2: Oh, well, maybe I will.
1: Better not try your own bone on, we'd get in the way.
0: Calm down, lads. How about we talk about.
1: Board Housewives. Joe, have you ever had the, the window cleaner experience? Where she opens a door in a negligee and you're in, mate.
0: No.
2: <laughs> yeah, I, I'm the same. Most of my customers are old people.
1: Seventies uh, yeah. uh, porn films have basically lied to me because you know when I came in the trades, I thought wow, we're going to be alright. Works for plumbers or the guy who comes around to fix the TV or the window cleaners. Why not the sparkers? No.
2: I I got a, I don't know if I said to you once that i've got a bit of a story about it, it just, this is before my brother i um worked for a lady i probably have told you at the beginning of this um she lives the next village along from us and uh she had just gone through a divorce settlement and bought this house so i was putting outside lights before and long story short she texted me that evening and said how great the lights were thank you very much and then i was like yeah brilliant thank you and then i got a picture of a tip sent to me about 20 minutes later <laughs> <laughs> picture of her tits and um, I was like oh and I was—I remember being this was years ago I was down the pub with my mates and I was like oh, oh okay and uh, so I commented back those are question marks <laughs> <laughs> those are question marks and she uh, she turned around and went oh Nick I'm really sorry I meant to send that to someone else but this is before like whatsapp or anything like that so you would have had to go on my messages and you know that sort of stuff and this went on for ages, like, I kept just ignoring it or just saying, oh, is everything okay? That's all right. And then as soon as I said, oh, but yeah, I've got a girlfriend, she never texted me again, but she kept asking me to come out for tea and all this sort of stuff. And she was, like, 27 years older than me.
1: You missed the trick there, mate.
2: <laughs> well... Have you still got the pictures? <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> about seven phones ago, yeah. <laughs> anyway. What well, do you want to talk about, Joe? What, what's hot topic? What is anything that... Is burning your arsehole. I'm going to talk about
0: it. Oof, do you know what? Not a lot. I'm pretty boring. <laughs> Ooh, let's talk about, talk about
2: fucking how hot it is.
0: How hot yes. it is. Trying
2: to, yeah, trying to work, especially
0: in Lofts. Do you know what? I'm just... a fan. Oh, you
2: Makita one?
0: I bought myself a Makita fan for working in Lofts, and it is the best 70 quid I've spent.
1: Makita? I need to look this up.
0: It's a white yeah. one. What the model number is, but it was like it was I think it was sixty-five or seventy quid and it folds down and I just put it in front of my face when I'm in a loft. And it's brilliant. Nice. I was sick of going into lofts and being in them in two minutes and you're dripping wet and sweat. Yeah. Especially you after can... time
1: You see, I, I I I love the hot weather. And I know you you miserable bastards don't, but uh I, I'm quite happy. A, a Nige, he's he's like sweating buckets by 9:30 in the morning, and I'm just cool as a cucumber throughout the day. But uh, I do like a good hot day.
2: Do you know why? Why is that, mate? Because you're so old, your heart only beats three times a minute, and you need the sunlight. You're like a reptile. You need the sunlight to keep your blood warm.
1: I actually think I died a couple of years ago. It's just the brain's still working for some reason.
2: It's taken a while.
1: <laughs> the, day stop, the day
2: I'll give it the booze is the day that it all just stops running. So, <laughs> Yeah, no, I just, it, I hate the van, especially with my van not being uh, With my van not having air, it's just unbelievable. I bet your nice, squeaky... Yours is no air, fun, does Dave? No, mine doesn't have
0: like air. It. Uh,
2: it's yours, have, Joe.
0: But it doesn't work. There's a leak on it somewhere. Oh. The iron pressing the AC button, and it just blows 30 degree heat at you.
1: Yeah, that's the problem with aircon on vehicles. It just seems to, whenever you need it, it doesn't seem to have the bloody gas in it.
0: So yeah. when I changed my
1: van and it didn't have aircon, I was like, well, I'm not too fussed because anytime I bloody need this stuff, it doesn't seem to be working anyway. I have to regas it every yeah. year and, and the weather changes.
0: I need to get it yeah. fixed. Yeah, how much it's going to cost to try and find where it's leaking.
2: Yeah, Yeah. I, I looked into trying to get an aircon fit to my van, but it costs a fortune, <laughs> especially if you don't have it already, I thought. Yeah, let's get a new van at some point. Then Adam can suffer with my old one. Yeah. I'm going to break it so the windows don't open either. Hot day, it's fucked. <laughs> There's no meat anyway. it only take a couple of minutes to cook him.
0: Joel Fruit,
1: I, I see from your Instagram account you're into the smart technology game, which personally I'm not, but how do you get on with that?
0: It's something that I want to get into a lot more. I only do very little, but I want to... Nowhere around here does it really so it's something that i'd like to get into but it's finding someone who's willing to let you spend that kind of money on your house
2: yeah um, i know what you mean like, yeah because you tagged me in art smart stuff didn't you yeah
0: that's the kind of thing i want to get into but who around here is going to spend ninety hundred thousand pounds on install when the sort of no. average shop price is sort of like 250 to 400
2: I think for you and me as, as domestic installers to take away from that would be great for the smart speakers or the bits and bobs that we either do already or want to start doing that we can add on top of Rewise or advertise, but to physically do what they do as a job, you, you, you need to travel all around the country doing it really,
0: don't you? The most to sort of do is that kinetic stuff and, and those um, Wi-Fi receivers with Alexa. I fitted a few of them people and. That's kind of, support of as much smart tech as someone wants, say, telling Alexis to turn lights on and off, or having it on the phone to turn the lights on.
1: There's no worry that you may be called back because it's suddenly stopped working, because I find this stuff is very temperamental myself.
0: I've not had any issues yet, but I am interested how they tr- fare up in a couple of years' time. That would be my only thing, how reliable they are five, 10 years down the line, whether they're still working or not. Yeah, the kinetic stuff. Yeah. Like right,
2: kinetics is quite a sort
1: of dumb smart tech, really. Yeah,
0: are. pretty cheap stuff as well. Have you
1: got any of this sort of stuff yourself in your own home? Do you use any of
0: it yourself? Yeah, I've got a couple of the Wi-Fi receivers. Just doing my courtyard lights and then all the lights about my garden. But that's it. They're just on timer. They come on it when it's sort of winter time, six o'clock, and go off at about eleven. They do that every day. And then if I get up in the night with the dog, you can just tell Alexa to turn the lights on, and everything comes on, let him out. But that's that's sort of as much as I've got in my one. No speakers in the ceiling, nothing like that.
1: Yeah. yeah. Obviously, when you say about people not wanting to invest in it throughout their own home, people still do it in a a fairly piecemeal way. I've seen on your Instagram about you putting in, like, the um, the smart doorbells and that sort of
0: horribleness. Oh, yeah. That's sort of like your your very basic smart home stuff, isn't it? A a ring doorbell and a, a Nest camera. They... A great off the surface, but then they don't tell you behind the scenes. There's like forty to eighty pound a year subscription fees for them. Yes, but they're, they're fairly straightforward. You get to, but then you you get to a house that's got two foot thick stone walls, and they don't work. Yeah. Oh god, I'm fucking out.
1: No, it's, it's fucking boiling in here. I've
0: got an
2: aircon air unit in my bedroom, but it's one of the ones where the ducting you got. It's like a freestanding one. You push the ducting out your window or whatever. And it works alright, but last year, when it was, like, this heat again, we'd put it on in the morning cos it was so hot, cos my bedrooms in the loft it got so hot in the loft conversion. And the fucking ducting fell into the bedroom in the morning, and we ended up superheating the bedroom. <laughs> we walked in there like, no, nope. so step downstairs. Fuck that. Paint was dripping off the wall.
1: I don't know why, um, Barry, the bastard barman, doesn't never come into this place, because it's absolutely bloody roasting in here
2: stinks, as well. I suppose it would just blow the smell around, wouldn't it? It's putting me off my beer. Nah, I'm just No, kidding. that's... that's, that's <laughs> impossible. I'm pissed how's... how's your beer fridge? Is it fixed now?
1: Uh, er, yeah, it wasn't broken. It was just got a big fucking dent in the top where I drink
2: and dropped it. <laughs> do you tell... do you tell Joe that? Me and Dave and a few people. When we got a free beer fridge from Skullmore... I got mine, it was great. Dave opened his up, pissed as a fart, and dropped it. <laughs> oh, big, well, just a little ditty fridge. Yeah, it's a... It's a quite oh, a big prob- one. Yeah, decent enough size. Oh, I could have had a fucking, um, kebab... Mixed mix, kebab meat wrapped earlier. Oh, delicious. But, you know, when you're burping now, it tastes like I've already digested it and i just eat shit again. Lovely. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Fantastic.
1: I had, um, I had a kebab and chip the other night, so, now that the chip has started opening up again, I was like, right, what? I haven't had anything disgusting for ages, because McDonald's has been closed, Greg's has been closed, I haven't had anything unhealthy, the pubs are closed. I'm going to go out, get a kebab and chips, all the bloody uh, chilli sauce over it. <laughs> Fishy peas to go with the chips. Yeah, let's, let's do some damage here. And it was fantastic.
2: <laughs> Shit for England the next day,
1: yeah? Uh, no, it was all right the next day, yeah. It's, uh, yeah right. The it's day after. <laughs> the day after the day after was, was a bit
2: <laughs>
0: Take your carry bag to the back of the van, yeah?
2: Yeah, something like that.
0: You meant to do that joke. Not to do that. Just, to, just pee in a bottle or pee in a bucket. Dave, Dave's lucky, though. I say he's lucky, he's not lucky. He's
2: lucky in the sense he doesn't have to shit in a bag, but he does wear nappy 24-7 so he can just shit himself.
1: <laughs> so when you get to my age, you want to uh, stick on the old nappy and you don't have to think about it then. It just... Uh... Mm.
2: Oh, tenor for men, sponsored by David Savory. <laughs> that should be your new sponsor, Dave.
1: <laughs> well, like yours is, what was it? Panten Pro V.
2: <laughs> Panten Pro V. Anti frizz, anti aging. Done. Well, I'm about ready for another baby sham. Sure round, Savory.
1: What? I got the last one in. That bloody hooch you're guzzling is going to your prepubescent brain, Bundy. I don't think you've got the minerals to take it.
2: Right, that's it. Nobody questions my fucking
0: minerals.
1: Oh, you want to go do, you Nick, alas. Oh, Bring your A-game, you mother. Marquess of Queensby rules.
0: Lads, chill out. Let's keep it friendly here.
2: Fuck, Fuck off, off, Joe. Jay. I've got a few special moves that'll have you sprawled across this piss stained carpet savoury.
1: I've got one or two old-school tricks at my sleeve that'll leave you blubbing like a little girl, Bundy.
2: George, you can... <laughs> I'm a fool!
0: Guys, calm down. The barman's coming over. Right, that's it. I've had enough of you, free pricks. Well, actually, it's my first time here and I wasn't involved. Shut the fuck up, Bundy. Put your vest back on. Savory, put your truncheon back in your trousers. You're both barred.
1: Barry, you can't bar us. It'll mean an end to our pubcast.
0: You better be crediting Miss Beck for that term. Anyway, I'll consider that to be a service to humanity. Now, fuck off for good, all three of you.
2: Thanks to those who tuned in for the past six episodes. I'm sorry we can't put together any more.
1: Yes, and I'm sorry for Nick's acting skills throughout.
2: You're a cheeky old fucking prick, and I'm going to punch your cock. Get out, my pub!